What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. We are your health advocates, extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. Welcome to March. Jay, how's it goes? Hi, guys. Welcome. Okay, so tell the people about your new obsession. My new obsession is ASMR. It's, um, okay, so I'm going to read the definition. Okay. It's a feeling of well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down the back of the neck as experienced by some people in response to a specific, specific gentle stimuli, often a particular sound. ASMR is triggered by things like whispering, of voices, paper, tearing, scalp massage, things um, of that nature. So I've been listening to it and I've been listening to mostly people like whispering and eating and rummaging like in their bag or like I was telling you, like the heels clicking on the floor. Like, you know, I went on walks on a marble floor mm-hmm. and, and it's just so relaxing. Like I literally, and I use it if I feel like really overwhelmed at work, I will just put it on and then it'll just bring me down or when I need to like fall asleep. Really? Mm-hmm. So it really soothes you kind of like lowers your um, stress levels. Instantly. And- Instantly. Really? Yes. I'm going to check it out because I, I, I told you I watched a documentary on it, mm-hmm. but I've never actually intentionally listened to it myself. And I know that there's a variety of different mm-hmm. kind of sounds you can listen to, right? Because yes. this is something you can just go on YouTube. Yeah, you just go on YouTube and you and there's different sounds. There's sounds that irritate. You can like ASMR and certain sounds irritate you mm-hmm. and then certain sounds kind of relaxes you you know like some people can't stand the eating but they like when someone like applies lip gloss and they put the lip gloss in the um the case i guess you can call it mm-hmm. the bottle and then they bring it out and in and you hear that, sound, that the, sound yeah a swishing sound out. yeah yeah so different things but i've been like really into it for the past maybe a month or two and i'm just i'm obsessed with it do you have a particular channel that you like? Does one person that you like in particular that you can share? For the eating, I, I like, I think it's pronounced SAS ASMR. It's S-A-S mm-hmm. ASMR. Mm-hmm. And then I like China Monique. China China Unique. Okay. Uh, she does different things. She has a boyfriend. She's really young. She's about 20. She has a boyfriend and she'll do things like just brushing his hair and talking softly. Mm. And uh, she has like a puppy. She'll rub her puppy and explain like really softly talking about her puppy and things like that. So it's just really, really relaxing to me. Those are like my, those are my top two. Top two that you go to. Yes. Uh, how often do they release new videos? Um, some, some of them ask them, oh, um, every day. And then there's one other that I just got hip to. It's Tay and Lou. T-A-E and Lou, L-O-U, L-O-U. Mm-hmm. and they're uh, two women, they're a couple, and the, the love between them is just so real, and mm-hmm. they and their videos are just so loving, and I like their videos uh, as well. They do multiple things, they, they do ASMR, they do prank videos, they do 
cooking videos, just all type of things. So, yeah, those are top three. Okay. Yep. That's what's up. Okay. So, that's your new thing. I love it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's see. What's going on with new with me? Well, to, this morning was my last uh, session in my eight-week train like a competitor lifting program that I've been doing. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So, you know, I've been waking up at 3.30 in the morning for five days a week for the past eight weeks, driving 25 minutes to the gym. Jim is 25 minutes from my house, and this is in the dead of winter in Detroit. So we've had some bad days, some icy days, some snowy days. I've had perfect attendance. I haven't missed one day. And so this morning was the last session, but I'm going to keep going a couple days a week because I like, you know, knowing that my workout is out of the way. And um, I can actually tell in my body, I can tell in my upper body, not as much as in my lower body. But it, it was kind of like, I was actually surprised that I did it. Why? I don't know. It still sounds extreme to me. Waking up at 3.30 in the mm -hmm, morning mm -hmm. um, to leave out by like 4.15, get to the gym by 4.45, 5 o'clock, depending on the weather, not the traffic, the weather, mm -hmm. um, and working out for an hour or more, and then, you know, going clients and all this right, stuff. Right, right, right. It still seems crazy because I, yeah. I be tired, you know, and so to have done that for the past eight weeks, I'm just kind of really proud of myself. For I'm proud of you that. too because yeah. remember I was like, I'm going to do a, do it for a week with you. Did I get my week? You didn't get your day. <laughs> I was like, what? She's on her own. She is definitely <laughs> on her own. <laughs> I'm not so, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. No. Um, so it's going to be kind of odd not set my alarm for 3.30 a.m. every day. Um, but like I said, I'm going to do it probably um, at least three days a week um, still and hang out with my girl, Coach Kiwi, at the shed. So it, it's been it's been quite the – it. It's interesting because the name of the program was Train Like a Competitor. So right. you you she pushes you that way and then you're, you know, doing things at that ungodly hour that most people so right. I, I was I was with a client yesterday and she's like, How's your day been? And I'm like, Oh my God, super long. And she's like, you know, what happened? And I told her like my day from like three thirty all the way to like ten AM. She's like, Wait, I'm like, Yeah, I had six clients. I had six clients before ten AM. Mm -hmm. And I, and I was and I said seven if you include myself. So she was like, "Wow!" Mm -hmm. She was so shocked, and I, and I was just telling her that it it shocks me that sometimes I get home at eleven o'clock in the morning, and I've already had done almost a full day's worth of work. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right. 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 So it. it it's amazing. You really can accomplish a lot. Yeah, but you life. really, really are are getting the full value of your day. You know how some people say they wish their day was longer. Well, you can, there's ways to make your day longer. No doubt about it. <laughs> oh, I can no tell you how to make it. Get up at three thirty. And, and that you, way, have you ever considered getting up at three thirty? Right. Is that an if option? If you haven't, for you? you're probably the same person. Congratulations. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So yeah, that's what's up. So I actually have an announcement. Okay. So remember. When we were talking a few months back about telling people to send emails and stuff to meet me. So I'm officially I don't remember stopping. That. It doesn't matter. We did it. Okay. We said, you know, if you want to meet me, send emails and <laughs> I'm for your singing? Just to meet me in person, because I was like, if you want to meet me, send emails and stuff like that. And I just decided that might be too much for my plate. So I you know, so I'm going to at this point. <laughs> Say, for the 
for those of you who are really looking forward to, because you probably were like on your rough draft or whatever <laughs> to send it. <laughs> Now's not a good time. I'm going through a lot and I'm not going to be able <laughs> to. So keep it in the draft box. Keep it keep it in the draft box. Don't delete it don't, is what I'm don't, saying. Because you're, you're going to bring it back. Right, so, I hate to disappoint so many people because I know they were going to send it. We didn't get oh, anything yet, but I no, we haven't. However, like you said, I know they were coming, and I would have been overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who were was, I know you guys had that final touch you were waiting to put on that email. Right. And send it over to us and let us know that you wanted to really meet Jay. Because you're singing. Singing. Just all around great personality. Sense of humor. Sense of humor. Um, you could probably start your own ASMR channel now. ASMR. You know, matter of fact, I want you to end this episode with a few minutes of AS ASMR. Seriously, like take them out. Why did you think I wouldn't? It, crazy. You thought you had to tell me that? Well, you know I got up too early this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been up too early. I, why would I even say what silly. I already knew was going to happen? Silly, yeah. So um, maybe you should put something on the Black Health Academy. I will. Um, please, if you on the were website saying. and everything. Absolutely. Okay. All yeah. right. That's all I want to get out of my I'm, I'm, They can, you guys do not flood the black. We're trying, if it's not about nutrition or weight loss or yeah. chronic disease prevention, we'll set up a separate email for you guys to meet with Jay to you know, ask their own personal questions. Thank you. Thank you. Because I didn't know how you was going to take it. Like, Jay, you know, they want to. Mm -mm. All right. Mm -mm. That's why you're such a good friend of mine. I just really want to make this work for you and for everybody else. I want okay. to deprive the world. But while you're going through something, we'll take a break. So keep it in the draft box, guys. Okay. Okay. What's what, what's next? Wait, what? Do you have wait, what? Oh, I thought. I go after yours. I thought I had one. But... My wait, what leads into our topic. <clears throat> My wait, what motivated our topic today? Oh, I did have a wait, what? Let's get when it. When we were talking. Okay, so. I'm throwing an event called Black Evolving Black Love. Yes. And I've been trying to get couples to come out, get tickets, celebrate their relationships with their woman or their man or their spouse. Mm -hmm. And soon as I tell the women, because I know more women than I do men, and mm -hmm. I'm going to go to you first because you, sorry, men, you have the most sense to mm -hmm. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. So I go to the women and they instantly get excited. Oh my God, what are you going to do? Oh my God. I'm, and I'm telling them the date and I'm telling them what we're going to be doing. That It's going to be so nice. You know, Sue Sarays is, is handling the decor. Mm -hmm. You've already seen, I posted a lot with Sue Sarays, so you know it's going to be beautiful. And they're like, where do I get the tickets? How much? And I tell them $20 per ticket, $40 a couple, but you can only buy it as a couple. It's a couple's only event. This is when it goes left. Oh, it's a couple's only event. Yeah, you but you're a couple. That's why I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my husband is not. Oh, no, he don't do that. Oh, my boy. Nah, he, he lame. He don't like to go nowhere. Nah, I ask him. Come back. Nah, he don't want to. And I was, and I just sit back and I think, wait, wait, what? Mm. How, how do you get this excited about? Now, if you weren't excited and you weren't enthused and you weren't trying to buy a single ticket, I would understand. Mm-hmm. 
if you were just like, eh, okay, well, it sounds nice, but let me ask. Because I've had a couple of those. Like, let me ask. And, and, and I could tell by their energy that it's Not up so to him. It, it, yeah, because yeah. everyone doesn't like trying new things. But then there's a lot of people who are like, oh, my God, where do I get the tickets? Can I give you the $20 now? I'm like, yeah, but what, you know, there's a stipulation. And there's absolutely, positively less support from what from the relationship as far as the man supporting them in this aspect i can't say in other regards mm -hmm. but in this particular aspect it's it's sad to me and then you know they were like well if you have something else let me know you can come to this all your <laughs> your other half has to do is is the word compromise or is it support or is it just be invested in your happiness what is it it it's more than support because it's for the both of them, which is so cool. Because it's not like a women's event where it's going to be, and I don't know that it's been articulated well enough in that way, but maybe they see it, these men are seeing it as this like girly, women's only thing that's going to be too feminine. But how how are the women asking the men? You know, we don't know that. But a lot of times it's not before they, it's, they say it before they even ask. And that's the part that bothers me. Probably. Oh, the, the women say it before they oh, even no. ask. Like, oh, oh no, no. He's, not, he's not. He doesn't gonna. do anything. He doesn't no. like doing things. He just says no. He just stays at home. Uh, if I can come, you know, if I can buy a ticket by myself, you. I mean, you're not gonna have anything where we can just sit alone or sit by. Our, no, no. This is a couple's. Now, if I could see if you were single, asking this, this would make a whole lot of sense. Right. To me. But it's a lot of women who are in relationships or you know married. And they're asked, and, and it just really, really disgusts me, saddens me, yeah. and makes me feel, because the topic is evolving black love, and it, the initial thing I was thinking about calling was black love matters, or understanding black, and I was thinking, you know, the whole goal of this, the, the whole, what they're doing is the whole reason why I'm having it. Yeah. This is the problem. It's, Your, it's definitely everything your relationship and the happiness in your relationship and making you happy or making him happy is important to mm -hmm. everything that because that's your top five that's probably a lot of women's top you know the top dog in their life like that's your other half yeah so your feelings and what makes you happy is is important Absolutely or is it is. i don't know it, it should be and you know what i think a lot of men there's definitely a double standard when it comes to um, how much allowance we give for the evolution of the man. I think it's it's okay for him to be who he's always been and to stay the same. And women are kind of forced to adapt to that, mm -hmm. right? And everything is about keeping a man, having a man, making a man happy, pleasing a man. And I hate to go back to it and everything for the women's, Specifically, black women, is just about consumption, right? I'll consume your time, your money. I'll consume your womb as you have my children. I'll consume all these. But if it's something you want to do, you know you know who I am. You, mm -hmm. I've always been this way. I was this way when you got with me. Why would you expect anything different, right? And mm -hmm. the blame can be pl placed on both. But it makes me think about somebody who commented on um, one of our, our episode about consumption. And she's like, I'm so glad you guys talked about this because every time I try and lose weight, um, somebody in my family tells me, you know, 
Well, you know, a man like a thick girl. Like that's what men like. Men like meat on their bones, you know. And then I was just talking to a client this morning, and I was telling him about that, and he said the exact same thing. He said, "Well, you know, us men like a a girl with some, you know, big round butt and all this stuff." And I said, "Who cares what you guys like? My sole mission in life is not to." please you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to bring the package that I desire and find the one who likes it. Right. But I'm not going to build the package. So it goes just to that. Like we are. And what angers me about it is that apparently what my client told me this morning, me thinking this way is an anomaly because women even think that way. Right. Really? Like men think we want something thick, and women think men want something thick. We see oh, all the time. oh, oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I thought you meant the whole I'm bringing oh, who no, I no, am no. to the table. No, and, no, no, Oh, no. you mean the whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Right. So yeah. the whole thing is perpetuated from both ends. And so the argument is just like what makes them happy, what pleases them. And so when it comes down to something like go to this relationship event with me and go to this, you know, that sounds super fun and exciting, date night, we're going to talk about blah, blah, blah. It, they're like, why should I have to even bend for you? Mm. I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> like, that was it. You just close it out and drop the mic. Why do I even have to bend for you? And everyone's just okay with that. Oh, okay. Well, it's a couple. Yeah. He said, no, I mean, he's not going to go. Yep. And they, so. right. They, they give you his answer. They gave, oh, yeah. Like, he's not going to do that for me. He's not, we're not going to do that together. That's not going to be a thing. Yep. So there it is. That's my wait, what? Because I, I just sit back and think, like, Oh, I don't know how you go for it, but I, I, I definitely would no. not. Mm-mm. I, I couldn't go not, for now, it either. Not ever. No, absolutely not. I couldn't go for it either. Like, we do things. Like, experience is life, period. Yeah, yeah. It's life for us, though. And, and, that's what I, and that's what I was trying to understand in my mind. Like, that's important to you. Some people may f- find that it sounds fun. Oh, you're saying some women. Yeah, but it's not a big deal. No, it's not. Experiences and events like that is not a big deal to a lot of people. No, 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 no. Okay. No. No. All right. What's your way what? So my way what, I want to talk briefly about hair, um, black women's hair, and protective styles in general. So Mm -hmm. I was speaking with my client, and she said she did the big chop about Mm -hmm. two months after she got married. Mm-hmm. And her hair was maybe down to her shoulders, mm-hmm. some nice little length. She said she always wore it straight and nice. And she chopped it all off two months after she got married. And she said, people said to her friends and stuff that was close to her said, oh, so you got your man and you just let yourself go. That is, wait, what? <laughs> it's more than wait, what? It's infuriating to me. It's so infuriating to me because who told you? Uh, it's so many thoughts swirling around in my head. It's so many different Same. ways that I want. I don't know if I want to speak for the woman's point of view of how she feels about herself, or how do you know that he doesn't think this is beautiful? Who who designated other people the captain of what looks good because everyone else is doing it and you mm-hmm. all look the same. Mm-hmm. I was just looking around the other day at everyone looking the same in Detroit. Everyone with the same mm-hmm. weave, the same. <laughs> I was in the beauty supply. And everybody, it was, 
I promise you, no exaggeration, it was like seven different women in there. All of them were getting eyelashes or had them on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when did this start? When oh, did we, oh, yeah, when lashes. Did we start? Is, oh, big business. It didn't, but that that was when I was in my 20s, everybody was not walking around wearing fake eyelashes. So all of a sudden, this became this big thing. And I'm all for wearing a weave, wearing eyelashes sometimes. But when are you going to let the real you shine sometimes and know that your crown, your eyelashes, your skin, your nails look great? And I don't care what anybody says. It looks better than anything that you can add to your body. That's just my opinion. So, well, I just found out from um, a couple girls in my mastermind group who are um, hairstylists and eyelashers. What, what, what? Let's just call him call them lashers. Uh, lashers. Okay, I got a, I got a couple <laughs> lashers. I kick you. <laughs> and uh, you know they permanent eyelashes now. Bye. Remember our rule. <laughs> Dang. No, we have a rule, guys. When the other person feels like they got to start lying, the conversation is immediately over. I'm not over. lying. <laughs> These lashers told me, period. I said, what you say? She said, yeah, they do it so that your lashes will be will curl over more. So people are putting physical white perm on their eyelashes. This is a whole thing. Perm. Perm. On, on their, their eyelashes so they can curl. Like real, I I was so shocked by this. I said, you know what, y'all y'all trying y'all doing too much. At the same time, you swear you wearing a protective style. So let's get into it because that's the first thing I want to talk about. So we're not gonna uh, park at the eyelashes. We're what not- you got to say about it, Jay? Other than wait, what? Nothing. That's what I thought. So let's get into the topic about this hair. I don't get five seconds just to stare at you. Okay. About this. Go ahead. You can't just drop something so ridiculous and talk about let's move on. No, they permanently. I need to to digest for a second. Here's here's what I can tell you. We're not doing enough at the Black Health Academy. We we got a couple hundred members now, but clearly are we not making a big enough impact? We got to do. We got to make people understand the power and having the love for what grows out of your head. Listen, we're doing a last series. You're trying to always make stuff sound so old, sophisticated, and scientific. What? We're doing a lasher and lashy. <laughs> we got to get a lasher in the studio. Yeah, definitely. Let's just cut to the chase. I got one. We need to address this directly head on. That's a problem. All right. Now we can move You're on. You're not going to put perms? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. They said, I ain't putting it on my scalp. I'm just going to hit these lashes, Jay, so they can curl. I need my lash to curl. Have you ever wanted somebody to teach somebody a lesson so bad that you wanted something like bad to happen to them? <laughs> and then like maybe after they learn, you can pull it back. Right. Like, I just wish you would just burn your whole eyelid off. <laughs> just, you ridiculous right now. Girl, I... I and I, then they learn a nice little lesson that they can pass on the other fools that want to do the same thing and then we're all good i'm never amazed by the beauty industry and the limps so you wasn't shocked a little bit when you heard that yeah but i had my moment already oh okay i just had to share it with you okay yeah so i had my moment so so back to my client so she did the big chop after two months after she got married and the homie said oh you give you got your man so you just let yourself go okay so we equate, as we have done for many decades, you know, long hair with beauty, short hair with unattractiveness, right? So she, if she cut her hair off, I said, how short was it? She said a TWA, right? That's a tiny something fro, afro, 
TWA. Tiny, I don't know, I'll Google it. Something Afro, but a tiny yeah. frog, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you seriously big chop. She's like, yes, cut it all off. Um, and he was cool with it. She was cool with it. But she said it really took some getting used to initially, just seeing your face without the hair that you're used to. And she was like, she didn't realize how much she kind of covered up her face and everything with it. And um, Trans World Airlines. I'm going to need them, you know. God, cut it out. Yeah, that's a black culture word. That ain't gonna come up at the top of Google. Okay, search. let me let me put uh, urban. All right, go go ahead. So they said what now? So, but she she was talking about you know how much she learned about herself and um, other people doing that big chop, and um, but that was shocking to me that people really said you let yourself go because you got married just because you cut your hair off. That's shocking to you? Wow, no, that's not shocking. Yeah, that's teeny weeny afro. That's what it stands for. Yeah. But I remember my sister told me when I had my um Yep. I had I had this was the first time I had locks in my hair and I was pregnant and I was um on you know, because when you take when you go to the hospital to have a baby, you still wanna look nice because you're gonna take pictures. Mm. So you don't wanna just go looking with a bonnet looking crazy. Mm-hmm. You kinda that's that's why some women get braised. They just, you know, during all that they still wanna come out holding their baby looking nice on the picture. My sister actually told me, What you gonna do with those nappy things? Talking about my locks. Wow. And I'll never forget this. I told you some years back when she was like, mm. When I was, this was before I got them. She's like, I don't think you cute enough to get locks. Wow. And um, wasn't it a big debate about how you were going to wear your hair at a wedding or something? This was before, this was when I was wearing natural hair. Uh Not, I mean, this is natural, but Uh I was wearing twist outs and I was wearing afros and things like that. Yeah. And I was literally forced to perm, I'm not perm, uh, press my hair and put it in an updo and you know I fought hard like I don't want I, I don't wear my hair like that mm-hmm. I don't wear weave I don't wear because another misconception is people think that natural hair is no perm. either no no perm mm-hmm. or just wearing their hair with no weave and neither one of them neither one of that to me means natural hair natural hair is w- without manipulation mm-hmm. um with heat or you know, things of that nature. But yeah, so I was forced to, and I, and I looked and felt ridiculous to me mm-hmm. and because my hair was untrained too. It was used to all these different hairstyles. So I got it done the day before and by the next day, it just was not hot. Yeah. So, you know, I just shout out to any woman that's getting married, who's allowing their bridesmaid to look their bold and beautiful self in there. And if it's with a weave or if it's their hair, you know, it, teeny weeny afro or whatever let it be their choice let it be their choice up to whatever it is so the whole protective style thing so my question to you is are protective styles really protective or is it just a thick curvy movement all over again thick curvy movement all over again so we essentially have you know taken the word protective styles and started using it as a mask is absolutely you know cover up what we're truly insecure about Mm -hmm. because i know probably a handful of people right now as i'm sure you do where they wear what will be considered a protective style whether Mm -hmm. it's a weave or braids or whatever all the time and we've never seen their real hair and 
you know, some people claim it's just protective, but at how's what, it protect? Why is it protecting the hair that we haven't seen in ten years? That's all I'm saying. I don't understand. That's no long. That's not a, a protective style to me. Is you don't want to manipulate your hair for a couple of weeks, right? Just so it can get stronger and be untampered with, so you can bring it back out and and it's still strong. I right. get that type of protective. Yeah, but we're using. See, so people are saying they're natural no. under the wig, under the weave, under the braids, under the latch hooks, whatever. They're protected, right? But what are you protecting your hair from? Doesn't it need to do just the opposite sometimes? Breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know enough to say if it does or not, because they, they do wash it under there and get it braided and whatever. again. Allegedly. Really? So, so oh, I'm not even address that. <laughs> Where's but, this little one seat stylist where only my stylist can see? Everybody said my stylist have seen my hair. I've never seen that. I've never heard anybody say that. Who else seen that? <laughs> it might be a little late. It might be too late to record. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you like she's sleepy. <laughs> you don't accuse me of being sleepy three times, and you know I told you it was my last I, day. That was the thought that got crossed my mind as soon as you looked up. Like she's baby, baby needs to go to bed. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying though, how this hair has never been revealed to thee. But who doesn't need to be? Did you say thee? <laughs> I did. Who, who's thee? Is Re- reveal thine hair. <laughs> oh, protect the one. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. All right. Don't. <laughs> oh, protect the one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Jay, I just want us to be a little more comfortable in our skin. I want us to stop, you know, I want us to be conscious of what we say to people when they make choices like doing the big chop and going natural, not wearing weaves, wearing an afro on just a regular everyday basis. And all the insecurities we have around our crown, it really... Yeah, because one of the things I realized is that I don't have a problem with weave or braids. My problem is more so emulating a texture that is not ours. Why are we getting Indian hair? Why are we getting Brazilian hair? Okay, if you want to wear a protective style, why doesn't it look like ours? Mm-hmm. Where's your af- Where's your, your wig afro? Mm-hmm. You know, I love when women get protective style and it's braids. Mm-hmm. Or it's, you know, especially that's, I think you had that style with that one braid going down the center of your hair with mm-hmm. the braids coming down the mm-hmm. side of it. That was beautiful to me. I like things that look like us, mm-hmm. that represent us. So if you're going to at least wear a protective style, why can't it look like us? I agree. And, and it shouldn't be protected three. I just don't. I just. Yeah, I get that. But let's start there. Let's start. Agreed. We don't want to look like y'all. Agreed. And then let's move forward with. And maybe that will get more comfort. Get more, you know. That'll ease you be, into. Yeah. That's a transition great point. you into accepting your texture, your hair. Yeah. Your crown. Yeah. But, you know, it, it just comes down, man. Listen. Let me see. What's going to be released first? This podcast episode or the interview with Lungi. I'm not sure. But check inside the Black Health Academy and Lungi's uh, interview masterclass she did on Mm anti-blackness. Oh, God. Cold. 
Mm-hmm. Cold, Jay. And so this is exactly what she speaks to, though. Like, you know, how we, as black people, contribute to anti-blackness. Absolutely. Right? I don't even need to hear the, the interview to know that that's absolutely true. Absolutely. And it, it just blows my mind because a lot of times we don't realize we're doing it. We've just accepted, you know, their ideal of what's pretty, what's beautiful. You know, black people bleach their skin sometimes. We like straight hair that will never grow out of our head. And we think there's something wrong with our kinks, our cur- curls, our coils. I never, I told you about that time I was on the riverfront one time just walking, had my fro out. And a mom came up to me with her daughter. Like, look how beautiful her hair is. And she's mm-hmm. like, can can you just talk to my daughter for a minute? Yep, I want her to get that. comfortable with her hair. Yep. Like, this is, you never know who you're impacting. How, how, that gave me so much joy to know that I potentially made this young girl feel good about what was coming out of her own scalp. Yeah, and I was telling my, well, Morgan... She, I was talking about good hair, and she didn't understand why that irritated Good hair is me. edges. <laughs> if you got edges. <laughs> no, you know I'm going to need a minute to recover. You know I'm going to need a minute to recover. I don't got time for this tonight. I don't. <laughs> Is that facts? Yes. <laughs> Tell me I'm trying to lie. I can't. <laughs> if you got edges, you got good hair. That, that, Put a stamp on it. It's that's, official. That's it, Jay. That's the only definition I can think. I can't wrap my brain around if no you got other. You <laughs> Whoa, you are on it tonight. Do you hear me? <laughs> I've gained a newfound respect for you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, deprive yourself of a nap and watch the cleverness come through. Come through, okay? Anyway, as I was telling Morgan about good hair, and, and clearly I had it wrong, okay? That's okay. But I was like, you know, we think good hair is that texture. And I was like, how is that good hair mm-hmm. when we can twist our hair and make it into this like curly, mm. just crown, we can do, and I started naming all the different things we can do with our hair. Mm. We can pin it up and we got all these different textures yes. and all this. And I was like, that, that's good hair to that's me. That's good hair. That is good hair. Absolutely. I, I'm not knocking, you know, other you know, races or whatever, their texture, they should really embrace what they have. But as far as me and mine, I, I think we have the good hair. I, I really, truly do. Because the edges really don't matter. Do, do they even care about edges? I don't think so. Yeah. So, well, But our edges are such a topic because we put so much stress and strain on them trying to act, trying to get these oh, protective that styles. What it is? Yeah. How we, you know, put, you know, it's it's the running joke that the if you get your hair braided by Africans, they're gonna snatch oh, your hair edges. I never knew why it was so important. Braid your scalp and because uh, wearing weaves long term, your edges are fragile, and so if you're constantly putting product and fake hair and pulling it back, you're literally snatching your edges. Listen, y'all. I know she talk about plant based. I know. 
You ain't talking about exercise. Listen. <laughs> do when you do your uh, sixty second. You need to maybe talk about edges. edges. Oh, yeah, on the next sixty second tip. Yes. Listen, I'm on it. Whatever the people need, because <laughs> you 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 got the um you tuned into the heart of the people. Because you always come back to me. Because you know me, I be all on you. Like no, Lise, that's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the people need you to talk about it. Got it. Okay, so next, they can appreciate next three sixty second tips yep. is on edges. Yeah, but to, back to the topic, we need to really, 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 really realize that our hair. Can I just say it's superior? Can I can I say that? It's superior. Is that, a, is that a reach? That's no, that's not a reach. No, like you said, it's, it's diverse and the different textures, coils, curl patterns. All the things you can do with it is beautiful. And for us to say we wear protective styles, yet we just to hide it, just to hide it, sixty-five days a year, fifty-two weeks in a year, twenty-four-seven. How you there's don't say protective style. You just wear weave, right? Like don't say protective styles if it's never unprotected. Mm-hmm. I can understand, you know what I mean. I can understand going on vacation, get a protective style. You don't want to manipulate it. You don't want it, you know, that foreign water yeah, to be in your time, hair. It's time to get our love back of our culture, ourselves, Absolutely. and represent what we truly are. We are not Brazilian. We are not Indian. No. And no. we're not any of those things that no, are being we're bought. we're not Asian. No. None of it. No. So, yeah, I really want you guys to take a long look in the mirror, literally, and decide, you know, how you want to show up in the world and be proud of what you've been born with. And if you do the big chop, that doesn't mean you let yourself go. Ugh. Like, I was just so disgusted. And then, you know, what else she told me? You know, the fascination with black women's hair. So she said, it's a woman at her job that's not black who goes around and touches all the black people's hair. Just constantly. She said, so one day she, the woman, but she always asked first. Mm -hmm. And so she said, this particular day, the woman walked up to her like, look at your hair. Can I touch it? And she said, she was like, no. And the woman was taken aback, like, oh, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what? I thought, I thought you were my little pet, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she said she never touched her hair again after that day. She never asked again. And she said she was powwowing with her black coworkers and was telling them, like, and they were asking her, like, how did you get her to stop touching her hair? She said, I told her no. And they were like, oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, no, I mean, it is, but... Yeah, but the level of dysfunction, how, again, consumption. Let me use you to figure you out. Mm-hmm. Like, what type of animal are you, black people? You know, like, you don't get to just put your hands in my hair. Wow. She said, she said, and she only does it to all the black people in the office. Let me touch your hair. Yep. And she was really shocked when she finally told her no. And... It's amazing. And I never forget that missed opportunity I had to school Kathleen Banfield from the state of Michigan foster care. Did you really? Okay. She called me into her office. She was my supervisor. and She called me into her office because I had just went natural. And I don't even remember what style my hair was in, but I know it was not a weave. It was not braids. It wasn't straightened. And... She sat me down and proceeded to tell me her hair regimen. And she said, you know, I go to the I book appointment. I go to the salon. I let them wash my hair and I curl. You know, maybe you should try that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember not being outraged is what I recall. 
And I just, you know how you just think back and know that missed opportunities. I hate missed opportunities. Oh, missed opportunities are the worst. But yeah, we it's amazing to me how we all have hair stories. You yeah. know, you spark up this conversation, you start hearing the craziest stories. And yeah. this is exactly where the term weathering comes from. This mm-hmm. is the lived experience mm-hmm. of being black. Mm-hmm. These are things that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis that we don't even think twice on. We just got to battle it. But it takes a toll on us because I remember, you know, my client then saying, you know, recently she went to a game night at uh, somebody's house, a friend of hers house, and she was the only black person at the game night. Right. And we got, when we got in our session and we were talking about it, she was like, oh my God, I just thought about it. Nobody asked to touch my hair. She was like, hmm, my friend must have warned everybody. That's how how odd it was that nobody tried to touch really? her hair to the point she thought her friend must have told her, oh, and probably hey, did. my friend's coming, she's black, don't don't pet her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. She's like, oh my God, I just realized. She was like, mm, they must have been warned. Isn't that interesting? Just that, like, those lived experiences of having to think through those things. Do I, do I, I feel so comfortable wearing my fro with my homies, but would I go into this job interview with afro? Would I go into, you know, mm-hmm. would I go into this round table? Would I sit at the conference table with a fro or bantu knots or a twist out or cornrows? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just really interesting how we have to mm-hmm. um, be two-faced sometimes. <laughs> be two-faced. Um, so do you have anything else to add? Because we still want to talk about the... Um... Okay. Next, no, just next. here. Yeah, we'll say that's for next time. All right. I don't have anything else. I think that's about it. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I have to add. Just, you know, just be. And, and another thing, I guess I do. I'm going to add this. And this is extremely important, too. Because that love of your hair is passed down to our kids. The women who wear, their daughters are wearing hair by um, very young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very young. And I remember my daughter, she didn't like the color of her hair. It's like a sandy light brown. And she always wanted that hang time, that swing around. Mm-hmm. So she used to always ask me, can she wear weaves and this, you know, and I used to always tell her, no, you can't. You'll never, you'll never have a perm. You'll never wear like weave unless you get a job and pay for it yourself and you're old enough to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm never putting fake hair other than braids. And I want to keep that to a minimum. Minimum in your head. Yep. So she fought me on this. She and she wanted her hair to be black too. Okay. She didn't like Sandy Brown. She because it didn't look like everybody. Everybody else has black hair. Everybody has this. Everybody yeah. has that. And so now she's twelve, about to be thirteen, and she thinks wearing weave and and loving anything other than your hair is re- downright ridiculous. I love it. Like, to the point where I think I have put a wig on or something because I want to look different. She's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like, that, huh? That doesn't even make sense. Like, we don't do that. So, it's, you have to really, really, really not only just be an example, make it a core value almost. Yeah. Drive it home and stay firm. Yeah. And I think that oftentimes we just give in too much. We do. Oh, she wants, she wants, she wants, she wants. I'm like, no. And I think as a parent, you don't want to feel too strict. Because I remember while raising her, seven, eight, and her and her little girlfriends would get in the picture. And every other mother would allow their child to put their, child to put their hand on their hip. 
and Morgan wasn't allowed. You, you're not allowed to put your hands on your hip. I did. There's something too grown. There's something too. I just I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So she was never allowed. And just those 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 tiny little things. Mm -hmm. And now I don't I don't know if I can contribute it to that. Mm -hmm. But she's she was just I was so proud of this today. Mm -hmm. She's in you. You sat here and listened to her I'll talk about BTS, but. She was listening to like BTS uh, videos back to back to back to back, right? Mm -hmm. And then, so they're you know getting more mainstream. So they had um, the singer here, I think Jeremiah, mm -hmm. and he was like singing with them, and she, and I was really li listening to it. I was all in, and then she just came up and just shut it off, right? Mm -hmm. She wasn't paying attention that I was watching it. I was like, "What are you doing?" She was like, I hate how anytime America is involved, it gets sexualized. Mm. I was like, wait, what? Wow. She was like, I don't want to see it. Wow. I was like, wow. I love it. Yep. I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. She was like, when it's just BTS, they're just dancing and singing. But as soon as he came in there, the girls are all kissing all on him and he's taking his shirt off. She said, I don't want to see that. I was like, how did I? I look up. That ain't luck. That that's intentional. That, that is not luck. No, you didn't just get the perfect kid fall out the sky. In that case. <laughs> All right. Well, that was really a good moment for me. She yeah. Literally. Very proud moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, okay, so we'll leave it there because we're already 45 minutes in. And so next time I actually want to go back into diet and I actually want to talk about yeah. the top, huh? Oh, yeah. No, there was something we were discussing. Okay. Yeah. So on the next episode, I want to talk about, you know, the, uh, the number one mistake people make when they're trying to go plant-based. And I want to get into... Uh, what it should look like, what it should not look like, and just some of the common mistakes we hear. So let's try and help you navigate this nutrition thing a little better. But we're going to save that for next time. And so we're going to deep dive into the pledge before we go ahead and wrap it up. Can I do the pledge in ASMR? Oh my God. If you do not do the pledge in <laughs> ASMR, we're beefing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to warn you like they warn on all the video. If you don't like the sound of whispering, if that's not your thing, please click off now. Thank you for listening to the podcast from the Black Health Academy. Now I'm going to go into the pledge ASMR style. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. Okay. I, the Black Health Academy, pledge to honor my mind and body with nourishment, movement, and intentional mindfulness. My health that of my kin are among my highest priorities. I will control that which is within my control. I am the sole driver of what lays the foundation of my body, mind, soul, and spirit. I am determined